welcome to The Mary Mack Show, where we will be talking about your feelings, experiences, and pain following the death of a loved one. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you find yourself in this entire world, I welcome you. How are you doing, my friend, my warrior? Are you doing better than last week? I certainly hope so. Today, I'd like to talk to you about how to handle the birthday and anniversary of their death. What do we do? Where do we go? What will make us feel just a little bit better as we approach the anniversary of their death and their first and subsequent birthdays? Each year, on their birthday and the anniversary of their death, we will definitely feel that pain, the yearning for them, the sadness that they are no longer with us. We wonder what they would be like at this point in your life what kind of relationship you would have had with them. Would it be just as good as it was when they died? Would it be better? Or would it be a difficult one, more difficult than when they were alive? There is no need to sugarcoat it. We both know that there are just some relationships that aren't as good as others. And we must not try to fool ourselves into believing that a very stressful, difficult relationship that we might have had with them will somehow become so glorious. But some of us do tend to do that. We glorify a relationship that was very painful and try to make ourselves believe that it was more than it was. And if that is the case, We need not make ourselves feel guilty. We just need to recognize that we are doing this, that we are putting them on a pedestal that they never had before their death. There is simply nothing that can change the type of relationship we shared with them. If it was good, it makes us feel wonderful. Yet if it wasn't as good as we would have preferred, that is just the reality. We aren't able to have the perfect relationship with every person in our family, and that's just the way it is. So when they die, it's very easy for us to try to make up this great relationship in our mind, but that doesn't mean that it was so. I'd like to talk today about how you would like to honor their memory, both on their birthday and at the anniversary of their death. You might celebrate by cooking their favorite meal, one that they loved very much, or go to their favorite restaurant. You could also invite people who love them to this meal and speak about them out loud, telling all kinds of wonderful stories about their life and the things that brought them joy. You could go around the table and everyone could share their best story about your loved one. 
This can be very heartwarming because the stories that your family and friends might tell about your loved one could be stories that you've never heard before, and these will warm your heart. You can ask all your friends and family to bring photos of the person or share the ones on their phone. Your loved one spent a lot of time with those friends, friends that you may have only learned about after they died. And it would be so lovely to learn these stories, see these pictures, experience these memories, and you will learn about them just now. It makes them come alive again for you, and that's a wonderful thing. During dinner, you can raise a glass and toast to them, even if your eyes are filled with tears. And even if you don't have a special dinner, you can always raise a glass in their memory and say something wonderful as if they were right there in front of you. And if cooking dinner or visiting a restaurant is just too much for you right now, perhaps you can still invite all your most precious family and friends over to your home and serve a beautiful, very special dessert. That, of course, would take a lot less time and would be less taxing on you. But you could still gain the benefit of all the stories and photos with your loved one that they have to share with you. You might also do a virtual call through Skype or Zoom to honor your loved one and have a chat with family and friends from all around the world, sharing those same stories and photos and even singing happy birthday or honoring them on their anniversary. You might buy yourself some flowers to reward yourself for everything you've been through this year and how you've made it through to this point. You might also ask family and friends to donate to a specific charity in their name on their birthday or on the anniversary of their death or even at Christmas or other significant holiday which you celebrate. If you are looking for a charity that is meaningful, you might consider the Foundation for Grieving Children, Inc., which I started many years ago to assist young people who are grieving the death of a loved one. We are the first national nonprofit public charity which assists grieving children, teens, and their families and help them learn to cope, to bring comfort, as well as bring awareness to society about the challenges and needs of those who have experienced a significant death at a young age. Many families give a monthly gift to support our work, and that helps sustain us. And it doesn't have to be a great amount of money, as every gift is so meaningful to us. Perhaps you will contribute to us as a way to honor your loved one who has died. I will leave the link in the show notes. And thank you for considering that. You might also put together a group of balloons, honoring how many years he or she was with you on earth or provide one for each person who will write their message on it. Or you might decide on just one big, beautiful balloon that you have written on with all your thoughts and wishes. As you release the balloons, you can sing happy birthday to them if you wish. There is something very cathartic about allowing the balloon lift to go, and as you watch it, 
fly into the sky, think of it floating up into heaven to them with all your good wishes and intentions. Some individuals even use lanterns, which are also beautiful to see released. You might like to make a cake, their favorite cake, and sing happy birthday to them, just as you did each year when they were alive. And you can add the number of candles that they would be celebrating. You can also put it in their place where they used to sit at the table. You might write cards and notes and bring them to the cemetery to bury under the grass. And don't forget the little ones whom you can encourage to draw pictures for their siblings, parents, or even their grandparents. You might also bring flowers to the cemetery or a beautiful plant or decorate their grave. After my grandmother died, I would visit the cemetery with a blanket, bring lunch, and lay on the blanket visiting and talking to her. I usually had a lot to say about what was going on in my life, and I used that time to catch up with her. I always left feeling better than when I arrived. I also remember one year I made my stepdaughter a cake out of flowers. I went to the craft shop, purchased a circular piece of green oasis, about six inches wide and two inches high, and bought a few bunches of purple and lavender mini carnations. Purple was her favorite color. I cut down the stems to just a few inches and then stuck them into the sides and top, and it really came out beautifully. Then we added one candle in the center on top. I felt so good when we placed it at the cemetery. I also remember going to the cemetery when we would visit her, and one specific time we brought a ceramic cabbage patch doll, which was so popular back then, and the doll was sitting, so we were able to put her name on the bottom of one sole of the shoe and the date of her death on the other sole of the shoe. Now the cemetery where she's buried were sticklers for what they would allow, but we managed to hoist that doll and wire it high in the tree directly across from the place in the mausoleum where she is resting. It just bothered us that we were restricted from honoring her in the way we wished. You might also play their favorite songs and dance and sing. We did this also at the cemetery. At the time, her favorite album that particular summer was Thriller. So we played it in the car near her with the windows open. It was at the end of the day, so no one bothered us. It made us really happy to share that with her. We did so many funny things like that. You might also choose to wear their clothing or have a piece of their clothing near you to hold on to. Maybe it was a favorite shirt or hat. Maybe a piece of jewelry, something that meant a great deal to them. You might decide to purchase a new tree that you can plant in your backyard. If they had a particular place that made them happy, such as a fishing hole, 
then perhaps you will go there with your family, enjoy the scenery, and talk about memories of how he loved to fish. If they loved the movies, choose one that you think they would have enjoyed and go share it together with family. If they loved the beach, go pack up your gear and some sandwiches and enjoy the day there. Maybe they love the mountains, and you will take a wonderful hike with others who love them. In some faiths, prayers are said for our loved ones. In the Catholic faith, masses can be said specifically to honor them and their memory. Some light candles at the church. But all of us can pray at any time, anywhere, to gain strength. If they were cared for in a nursing home and still had friends there, perhaps bringing small plants or even a balloon for the residents would not only bring joy to you, but joy to them, as many have no visitors, and this would absolutely make their day. And if you have grandchildren, teaching them to share and bring the plants to the residents would be a lovely gesture. Having them see the excitement and reaction from the residents would be a blessing to your young ones. If you decide to stay home, you might decide to watch videos of her. Light candles, remember special memories, and play music that meant a lot to them. Perhaps watch their favorite movies. Some of us feel better just curling up at home on the sofa. You might find yourself deciding to take the day off and allowing whatever feelings might come up for you that day. You might be surprised to know that the days leading up to their birthday and anniversary of their death can be more taxing and stressful and anxiety-filled than the actual day itself. The anticipation of what could or couldn't happen that day and the way you will deal with it might be more overwhelming in your mind than what will actually happen. So please try not to map out the entire day ahead of time. Yes, make your plans, but don't think that you are going to be completely overwhelmed, because there's a chance you might not be. Yes, you might cry quite a bit, but you might also be very comforted with the plans you've made. But if it turns out that you decide you're going to snuggle in bed all day with a lovely cup of tea and just talk out loud to them and tell them what's on your heart, then that's what you'll choose to do. And you will not feel guilty about it. I won't allow it. No one knows exactly what they're going to feel until that day arrives. But the anticipation that you put in your head and in your heart can be much more severe than what actually takes place. So please, please remember that. Take their picture and start to talk to them and tell them all that is going on with you right now. How much you miss them. How much you love them. How much you wish they were still with you. And all that has happened since they've departed. One of the most difficult parts of grieving a loved one's death is that they are just no longer right there with you to interact with. 
You miss their presence. You miss their closeness to you. And by talking to their picture, you keep them alive in your mind. They are still a big part of you, and there's no reason why you can't have conversations with their photo. And yes, you might think this is a little strange, but I'm the one who makes you dance at the end of each episode, correct? <laughs> if you have his or her voice on tape or videos that were taken years ago, listen to them and watch them again. No matter what you decide to do on these precious days, do celebrate their life. They were a part of your life and will always be part of your memories. Speak of them often, speak to them often, and send your love to them. They were unique and will always be with you in spirit. So now it's time to get up and dance, dance, dance. Wiggle and move your body even if you're in a sitting position. And I know you think this is wacky too, but just do it anyway for me, okay? so much for listening in today. Remember to write five things in your journal each night that you are grateful for. Please subscribe to my podcast wherever you listen to me. Share it with those who will benefit from it. And if you would kindly support my podcast, you'll find info on my site to do just that. And as always, remember to be happy because you deserve to. I'll speak to you again soon.